Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Knits podcast brought to you by Pip and Sia. Yep, it's a podcast where sometimes we mix our knitting with booze. This is episode 8 of the podcast. Yeah. Any regulars will notice that we've been away for quite a while. We're really sorry. As with last year, life kind of happened again. Yeah. So we'd mentioned in the last episode that I was moving. So I moved. Yep, we're recording from Pip's brand new office. Woohoo! And then stuff happened where things needed replaced and we needed to buy things and that got in the way. And now she is moving. Yep, I'm now moving as well, so that's probably going to maybe skew our podcasting schedule off again Mm -hmm. but hopefully we'll try and keep you guys updated with all of our nitty and alcohol and non-alcoholic related antics indeed also in the time since we've been away we've had some friends return so a big warm welcome back to glasgow to kane chris ada and emma we've missed you all and we look forward to maybe dragging them onto the podcast so they can tell us about their knitting experiences from where they've been definitely also while we're here the wonderful Heather has gone off to flipping San Francisco. Yeah. She has access to a verb to keeping warm. So jealous. So jealous. So if we hopefully get this out while Heather's in America, hello to Heather and her friends in America. Hi. What else has happened? Oh, yeah. We went, we went to another wedding. Yes, we had we yet did. another nitty wedding. We'll tell you more about that as well. But for now, should we maybe move things along and talk about what we're drinking? Let's get to the important stuff. Yes. Pip, what have you got? So I have a Trevento Malbec. It says here that the name Trevento comes from three winds, Polar, Zonda and Sudestada. It is these winds that make Mendoza such distinctive and successful wine-going region. That's in Argentina. Mm. A bright crimson red whose plum and raspberry aromas mingle elegantly with vanilla notes from the six months aged in French oak barrels. Well balanced, this sweet tannins and velvety finish Trevento Reserve Malbec is ideal with meats and tomato dishes. And it's delicious, pretty much. Perfect. I love it. Definitely would go well with some tomato-based or (laughs) meat-based dishes. I'm probably going to have some more later when I have my tomato and chorizo soup. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to go well with the chocolate shortbread that we bought earlier then? (laughs) Hmm, I don't know. I'll have to try. Okay. Maybe not dunk it, though. That's maybe for a No. Yeah. (laughs) So I was saying, though, after Bake Off, do you dunk? Mm, I don't I don't drink hot drinks much, oh. so I don't actually know because I haven't drunk tea around biscuits. Oh my god. I'm from Yorkshire and we have Yorkshire tea and I'm not giving you Yorkshire tea and biscuits. We'll have to rectify we'll that. We'll do that. Next podcast, I'm going to introduce Pip to Yorkshire tea and we'll even do dunk tests. Yes. Hobnobs, rich teas, bourbons, custard well creams. Up for this. We'll do it. We'll have a tea-based one. Excellent. So what about you, Sia? What okay. are you drinking? So, my lovely man pal recommended Fruly Premium Strawberry Beer. So, it's a premium Belgian white fruit beer. For those of you interested, it's 4% alcohol. And I'm not going to lie, I'm actually not kind of keen on it. Oh. So, of the beers that I've tried, that's three for three, not fan. Um, well, like, they say it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I mean, it smells really It smells really strongly of strawberry. Like, I hadn't even got the cap off and we could smell the strawberries. But it has a really weird aftertaste. Mm. I mean, again, it could be because I'm mixing it with shortbread. True. And I'm not, I don't think the Belgians are known for mixing shortbread with beer. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, not a fan. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to trust my significant other's beer choices ever again. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think I might stick to spirits. I think I'm a spirit girl. That sounds like, yeah. I'm a spirit girl. Oh yes, manic pixie dream girl. Look at me and my etherealness. Woohoo. <laughs> I personally wouldn't recommend this. And I never thought I'd say this, but it's actually too sweet for me. Right. Like of our friendship group, I'm the one with one of the biggest sweet teeth in the planet. I might as well have my entire jaw filled the amount of sugar that I'm going to consume in the rest of my lifetime. But yeah, too sugary. 
I had a yeah, quick swig of it, and it just reminded me of copper bird strawberry and lime. But actually more sugary than that, which I didn't yeah. think was possible, because that's that's too sweet for me as well. Yeah. But hey-ho, on the plus side, I could probably drink this and knit at the same time, because I'm not going to, like, yeah. neck it. And I don't I don't think it's really high enough percent to really ruin some short rows or the odd cable here and there. Maybe it's, like, a summer drink when That could be it. It could be too, su- yeah. too summery, because we're starting to come into the cold weather now. Yeah. Coming for you from four degrees in Glasgow. <sighs> And it was even colder yesterday for we bonfire, were, night. bonfire night. I had a thrum hat on. I had gloves. North Ronaldsey yarn gloves, which is like the warmest fibre mm. I've ever come across. I had a coil and a scarf and a giant big coat on and I was still cold. So we finally have hit cold weather. Mm. So you're saying you probably should have had a hot toddy with that? Probably, but I'm not sure they let you into Glasgow Green with that. Ah, good point, yeah. When you got home then? Yeah, should have done. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, while we're on the topic of cold weather, we should probably tell you what we've had on and off our needles. Yes, on my needles. Yeah, you've been flipping busy. I still have Alamure on the needles. Uh I'm just struggling with that one. I'll get there eventually, but I've got other things that I want to knit. So it's kind of like a background project. If I've not got anything else going, I'll do a few rows of it before I decide what I'm going to do with the next project. Well, it's squishy garter stitch as well, so you can't go wrong with having that just to pick up every now and again when you're feeling a bit tired or whatever else i also have a secret test knit on the go dun, dun, dun. and it's okay i'm allowed to talk about it because it's my own test knit <laughs> so what is it Pip? it's a shawl mm-hmm. it's a double colored shawl mm-hmm. it's an asymmetric triangle i am a big fan of asymmetric triangles it has a theme it has a theme there's gonna be three other shawls to accompany accompany it on this theme are you saying there's gonna be a collection pip maybe how exciting. One of them is knit. Uh-huh. The pattern is off for testing by other people, not just Ooh. myself, because you know what it's like. You test knit your own pattern, you're going to miss things. The other two are both charted. Mm-hmm. I just haven't got around to actually knitting them yet. And it's all knit in Jameson Spindrift. Because Very nice. It is my favourite. And it's probably going to be a while before mm-hmm. anything really goes out with it, because obviously I've only got one that's fully written up and tested. Mm-hmm. I've got this one, which I'm in the process of testing, Yep. It's written up. The other two need written up and they need tested and it's going to take a while. So you probably won't hear anything about this for a bit. But, you it's know. in the pipeline. It's in the pipeline. And it is relevant to a thing I'm going to talk about later about Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Yep. Okay, very exciting. So what's off the needles then? So the big one that is uh-huh. off the needles is the Book of Haps came out. We were yep. actually going to talk about it this episode. We're going to delay that a little bit. But I took part in the Book of Haps along, where everyone knit haps from it, and I was crazy, and I knit Hapisk. And it is is huge. She isn't joking when she says the big one is off the needles. It is the big one. Massive. All knit in Jameson Spindrift Ultra, which is... nice and soft and cosy. It's so soft. It's so cosy. It's gorgeous. The Hapisk is actually by Helena Magnuson, and it's an Icelandic take. Yep on the hap and it's basically my favorite thing ever when it gets cold you just wrap yourself up in yep. it and it's amazing i knit it in the same colorway that it's in the book yeah so there's only one shade in there that's not a natural shade which is just this lovely ice blue that yeah. kind of pops it kind of makes me think of sort of like cliffs in the ocean near next to it or like the sky yeah and i just i love it so much it took solidly knitting every single day but I managed to get it done on the last day of the knit-along. So you 
So, like, the outsiders here, like, it just looked like you flew through it. Like, every day on Instagram there would be an update picture, and you would be able to tell that you well, I took solidly it, worked it. I took it to Italy when I went on holiday yeah. to Italy. Oh, yeah, it's uh, a nice, cosy <laughs> hat for Italy in the summer. But because it was lace weight, yeah. it actually didn't feel too bad. Oh, so okay. I would knit it. There was, like, a balcony, yeah. and uh, when, the, when the sun went down nice. after dinner, you could sit on the balcony and watch the sun go over the yeah. mountains and do a little bit of knitting on your hat, because it actually gets a bit chilly at that point in the night, because we were right up in the mountains in the Appawine Alps. So it was actually nice to kind of just yep. put it over your lap and knit oh. away for a few rows. I did have to stop a few times and wait for more yarn, because I flew through that yarn, and I used more more than the pattern said I would have done. Yeah. So there were a couple of points where I had to stop and wait for it and I was terrified I was not going to finish it. But I did you it. Did. Got there. Done. Mega pleased. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to Iceland with me when, Very when uh, my husband and I went to Iceland for a few days over our anniversary, our first mm-hmm. anniversary. Aww. And I got some pictures because obviously it's an Icelandic pattern by an Icelandic designer. So I was very pleased to get some pictures yeah. there. After I finished Hibisk, I knit myself just a really quick hat in DK, which is West Georgia Spinners Air Valley mm-hmm. Rainbow. I loved the yarn. I picked it up and I was like, I'm just going to knit a wee hat with that. So I knit a hat with it. Probably make, yep. some, maybe probably make a couple of wee mitts out of yeah. the, the leftover yarn. I also knit a chai from the tea collection by Claire Devine in Ginger's Flumps Chunky Tink colorway, which yep. I picked up at Indie Bar Yarn Crawl. I have knit another Babel hat. Not for myself, this is the start of Christmas knitting. So I'm hopefully going to make a few of them for friends and family and things over Christmas. We'll see how we get there, because time. And then my other kind of big Mm -hmm. one that I'm really proud of is when I was in Iceland, my husband and I stopped in at the Hand Knitting Association of Iceland in Reykjavik, and I picked up some Let Lopi. Mm -hmm. And I got four colors so i got two skeins of like this lovely gray and i got a skein of green a skein of kind of blue and a skein of purple and i got home and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this so i have designed my own little coil it's a color work coil it's called gonna be called the color burst cowl and it should hopefully be up on ravelry by the time this goes out so if any of you are interested if any of you've seen it on instagram or anything like that the pattern will actually be up on ravelry shortly if not already it contains the chart for the one that i knit myself as well as a couple of alternative or extended charts if you're knitting it and fingering for example and you need more length to it so that's what i've done yeah how about you so unlike paper i've not been as busy the saga with my wrist has been ongoing not as much on the needles but what i would like to say on a personal note is thank you to everyone who sent me really nice kind tweets and put up with me whining about being in pain and not (laughs) being able to knit but i am able to do a bit every now and again at the moment i've still got my three cliffs shawl on the go by fiona alice in the la bien aime fingering yarn that will get done eventually. So much purling. I hate purling. But you need to be kind to your wrist as well because your yeah, wrist doesn't like do. purling. So. Yeah. And I've also picked up my How Cold Is It mitts by Drunk Girl Knits. Those of you who aren't aware what they are, I won't repeat what is said on the back of these mittens, but they're a bit cheeky, a bit tongue-in-cheek. And hilarious. And hilarious if you've got a sense of humour within the gutter like us. <laughs> so I finished one three years ago, then put them on hold. So I'm finally getting around to wearing those because I feel like this winter it will be appropriate to wear them. Definitely. In terms of what I have off the needles, as I said earlier, one of our friends got married this weekend. Yay! As a wedding gift to her, I knit her the afternoon tea shawl from Knitty Magazine by Curious Handmade, Helen Stewart. 
it's basically a really big, frothy, lacy, semi-circular shawl, and I knit it in some Tamar yarn, black yarns. Oh, it was so lovely to work with. It just slid through your fingers. I'm not joking. It came off the needles quite small, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, but it blocks like a dream. Yes. It is so stretchy. And it looks beautiful. <laughs> if I do say so myself, I agree. Leia wore it all through her wedding, and apparently it kept her nice and warm on the shores of Loch Lomond, where they were getting married. Yes. And I was so relieved because I thought it wasn't going to fit into the colour scheme, but it matched the teal of her like bridesmaids' dresses and everything else perfectly. Yes. So I'm very pleased with that, and yeah, first wedding shall ever knit for someone. So that was quite cool. And then I've also been working on a Solaris shawl by Melanie Berg. It's meant to take sort of like two big schemes of your main colour and then five contrast colours. I decided to do a bit of a hack with it <laughs> and use up two schemes from Stash instead. So I sort of played around with the main colour and the contrast colours. And I have this basically ginormous bonfire like shawl. Mm-hmm. It's um, lovely. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's very festive for the oh, Halloween it's, season. Yeah, it's. I'm using the Countess of Blaze Sparkly Blue Face Baron yarn that she did for the Shiny Bees podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's orange and purple and pink and black and yellow. It is so Halloween y, bonfire nighty, it's amazing. And then I paired it with some Old Maid Nan fingering weight sock yarn, and it's just basically. Um, sort of like an oil slick type colour, it's called To The Black. Mm-hmm. So one of the Firefly colourways that she did a few years ago. And it's huge, it's springy because it's garter stitch. And I quite like flouncing around in it wearing all black clothes, feeling quite proud of myself that I'm wearing something so brightly coloured around my neck. It's such a massive pop of yeah, colour. like, to say that I like knitting my bright colours, it's the brightest thing I own. Yes. Like, I don't own anything that bright. So yeah, I can highly recommend all of those yarns and patterns. Go forth and knit to those guys. Mm. that's basically me with all my knitting Pip and I have also got some knitting plans ahead which we'll talk about towards the end of the podcast in case anyone wants to join in yes what else have we got going on in the world Pip other than knitting we've got a couple of events that we want to talk about as well haven't we Blackie Yarns whilst we're away had their birthday yes this year I didn't celebrate but Pip certainly did I did so I was absolutely gutted that I missed Cornish Tin last year I totally didn't rub it in last year when I got some, did I? No. But Not also, I hadn't really started walking mm-hmm. down the path of my woolly journey, really. Yeah. At that point, I was still a bit just like, I'm going to buy whatever I want to buy, and that's it, kind yeah. of thing. I still hadn't quite really begun to think about the provenance of my arms, yeah. where the wool was coming from and things. Whereas this year, definitely all in on that. Yeah. So I picked up some Cornish tin too. I st- I I got home from work at four, and most of it was gone. It was crazy because I remember looking online, sort of like eleven o'clock in the morning, and being like, "Where? Where's all the yarn gone?" So I managed to grab mm. myself two skeins. Yep. I got the DK. I've got mm. the um, Dolkoth turquoise, which was one of the ones I was looking for. And I wanted the orange, but there wasn't any left. But what I did get was the Ding Dong purple. And they work quite well together. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with them yet. Maybe like a nice cowl or perhaps a, a hat and mitts combo. But they work really nice together. They're mm. so gorgeous. It's such a, a lovely sheepy wool. You can really yeah. smell the sheep. I mean, I got them out of my my uh, stash box today. And you open the stash box and you can smell the Cornish tin. Oh, it's so lovely. Oh, It's amazing. It's, lo- it's just gorgeously soft. It's really nicely spun with a gorgeous ply to it. The colours are just so deep and mm. rich. Just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they've been amazingly dyed again this year. Yeah. 
and uh, it's just a really nice it feels sturdy yet so soft yeah it's surprised to say that you've got such a wide range of fibers in there it just feels so smooth yeah it's um, just gorgeous and it's woolen spun so it's yes. really really kind of like oh yeah it just it's the kind of yarn where you can just like grab it and smush it against your oh, face like i'm doing right yeah, now it's rubbing smush, it against the cheeks i don't know if you could hear it still <laughs> so soft it's just i'm really looking forward to knitting something with it but i i'm waiting for something special i feel like it would be a good wintry project yeah as well because mm. i feel that yarn's more suited to sort of like autumn winter evenings and sitting down with like a nice big cup of yorkshire tea pip <laughs> <laughs> and having a nice knit and just like snuggling up under your blanket in front of the, in front of a, a log fire yeah neither of us have one of those in our flats so i think we could we should have thought about that when we were house hunting. My mum has one, so maybe I'll go home specifically to knit. Yeah. Hi, mum. I'm just coming home to knit by your fireplace. Don't mind me. <laughs> She'd love it. It'd be fine. My mum lives <laughs> in a little cottage, and it's adorable. Yeah. So that's kind of Cornish tin too. It was mm-hmm. just, it was just yeah. something that I wanted to talk about since I got it, because I was so gutted to miss tin Cornish tin one. Mm. So I've still got half of my skein of that left, you know. So I need to knit something with that soon. Yeah. Or you could donate yeah. it to poor needy Cornish Tin One. Oh uh, no, 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 no! I could donate it to Pip. However, what she's neglecting to point out is she just got a massive shipment of Clarissa Blaze yarn. Shh. Yep, Madam here has also celebrated her birthday and has been enhancing her stash like no tomorrow. My dad got me a gift card from Countess of Blaze. Yes. What was I supposed to do? I know. However, you're not in need of my castoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that half scheme. Thank you very much. <laughs> We also have an exciting event coming up here in Glasgow. Yep, so that if you're listening and we get this out in time, it'll be on the 12th of November, so next Saturday. Yes. So Queen of Pearls is once again hosting a charity knitting event, coinciding with the Warm and Working campaign run by Big Issue Glasgow. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another fun day of hanging out in Queen of Pearls shop, getting our knit on, and there'll be some other dyers there. So Ginger Twist, Rusty Ferret, Bum Plum, and Lovely Woolen Flower will also be there. Yay! Queen of Pearls has recently released a pattern of her own, Metra. So she's going to be having kits of that there as well. And it's a fantastic pattern. It's beautiful colour work mm-hmm. hats showing the phases of the moon. It's got an amazing sort of like star-shaped crown. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful hat. So. It's perfect coming into the winter. You just look at it and you're like, that yeah. is a hat I want for this winter. Yeah. It's like wearing winter on your head, kind of. You know, especially yeah. with the colourway, the blue and the, and the yellow. Yeah. Just, yes. Just everything nice about winter, everything cosy about yeah. winter. So we're looking forward to that. It'll be yeah. nice to see people and enjoy squish yarns and yeah, it'll be yeah. good. So it was a fantastic time last year, so mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. And it's all for a good cause. Yep, yeah. so if anyone's got any spare time, feel free to knit some hats, gloves, scarves, even crochet things. And then Queen of Pearls, I believe, is acting as a drop-in point for these items and they're to go to the big issue vendors of Scotland. So to basically keep them, hashtag warm and working throughout the winter. Mm-hmm. Which is a very good cause mm-hmm. because it gets cold out there and they yeah. are working. They are out there rain and they shine. They work working. really hard. That's this year's event. The other event that we're looking forward to is, what is it, Pip? I don't think you're, I can can't it, remember it. I mean, you were, you seemed excited, but. Could it be something that's happening in March? My birthday. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for my birthday. That yeah, is a yarn that's event. what it is. Totally nothing to do with yarn at all. Yeah. Nothing nothing going on in Edinburgh that month. Oh no, not at all. Especially not my birthday weekend. No, it's no. not it's not like, you know, Edinburgh Yarn Festival's gonna be on or anything. Oh, oh wait, wait. <laughs> Yep, 
So we were absolutely over the moon when Edinburgh Yarnfest kindly announced their vendors for the year. Mm-hmm. So we are absolutely jumping out of our seats at this moment. Pip's actually sat here vibrating right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, not only the vendors, but this year I'm actually going to be doing a class as well, yes, which I'm really excited about. So in relation to my secret testnet that's sh- secret, totally secret, I haven't told anyone that I'm testnetting at all at all, no. No, you didn't announce it on this very uh, podcast. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so I have joined the um class carrie westerman's designer boot camp um so i don't really have any experience with designing patterns or making them look good struggle with that one you know things like that so Mm. carrie was basically doing a class that's get yourself you know boot camp get yourself ready to go so i'm really excited about that actually because i feel like it's gonna be a valuable valuable skill set to learn especially if i am maybe starting about thinking about releasing things in the future so i'm quite looking forward to that it'll be good well i can't think of anyone more suited or knowledgeable on that subject than carrie because i mean exactly. her own patterns are absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and she's been published in sony magazines and things as mm-hmm. well well she used to work for them so yeah exactly so i think you're gonna have a fantastic time yeah and i'm extremely jealous yes I'm, I'm super excited. I'm more excited about that than the yarn, I think, at the moment. Speaking of, though, there's lots of yarn that we are actually rather keen to get our paws yes. on again. Well, there was the exclusive announcement that... On the British podcast. Yes, that Brooklyn Tweed and Jared Flood are going to be there. It's going to be fantastic. I remember that's one of the sort of, like, combinations of names and designs and things that have been coming up on my rag feed since I was a baby knitter. Mm-hmm. So to actually be able to see that in the flesh, I think it's going to be really cool. Definitely. We also are quite excited that there's going to be quite a few kind of small British vendors there. Yeah. So people who know the flocks that the yarn is coming from, things like that, mm. which in comparison to what I was saying last year when the, yeah. Kitten, when the Cornish Tin came out, when I wasn't very discerning about that mm. kind of stuff, I joined in with the Breed Swatch along within the British podcast yeah. where we try out different British yarns and things. I've only done a few swatches. I've got plenty more to go, but it really... You've only done a few? I've done seven. That's more than a few. And I've got another 12 or something to go. But, I mean... Ah, oh, yes, Pip, only a few. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know me, I never when have you commit hardly... to something, you commit and then some. Exactly. But to be fair, though, it is a valuable experience to be able to know what you're using. Exactly. And how and it feels and how you can use it. It means I can go to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and see these small British yarn yeah. makers and kind of have a little bit more experience of what I like and what I don't like or how the fibres work. Yes, yeah, so you and... have an understanding of what's going to happen with the, fa- with exactly. the yarn that you purchase if you do. And I do care where it comes from now yeah, I, I do I like to know and know yeah. that these people will be able to see this came from this flock of sheep is going to be amazing yeah. like because especially to chat to them because when you're buying online or something you don't necessarily yeah. get the chance to do that but you'll be able to speak to them and, and get a bit more knowledge and to me like I you still, know more what you're supporting yeah. and what you're buying into I mean I'm obviously still a few only a few steps down the path yeah. but it's going to be a really good opportunity for me to speak to people and find out what's going on yeah. and get a little bit more knowledge because I am all about supporting our British community yeah, and especially absolutely. with things like the economy. Mm. It means that if I can support these people who are probably having quite a hard time of it right now, it'd be really nice to be able to do that and to know that I am supporting people who care. Yeah. You know, so I'm really looking forward to that that's aspect good. of it. I think that's a really cool way for the kind of the festival to, to go definitely. this year. There's also others that we're excited about. Yep, definitely. So 
I am extremely, extremely, extremely happy that La Bien Aimée is coming back. Yes. I got a little bit obsessed with her yarn last year. Just a little. Oh, but it knit up so beautifully though, Pip. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to get my hands on some more lovely speckled yarn. Excellent. We're absolutely over the moon that Rusty Ferret and Little Grey Girl are going to be there sharing us all. Big fans of Leona's yarn. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely in need of a good quality project bag or two. And I've been eyeing up so many of the Little Grey Girl ones online lately. (laughs) <laughs> so it'll be nice to see them like in person and be able to have a proper good look. Yes. Martin's Lab is yep, also going to be Martin's there. Martin's Lab. So we're very interested in seeing that yarn in the flesh as well. Um, yes. It's all over my Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many beautiful shawls knitting it and socks and things. Mm-hmm. So again, it'll be nice to have an opportunity to sort of like, you know, meet the man behind the yarn, have a good smush. Yes. See where it's all come from. See the colours in the flesh. Because I think there's a real difference between buying in the flesh and looking at your monitor because I know that my laptop screen mm-hmm. I'll buy things and I'll get it in the flesh and I'll be like well that certainly was not that colour on my screen yeah so I think it makes all the difference as well being able to mm-hmm. just see yeah never mind just having a wee chat as well I'm also looking forward to the big Jameson's stall because over mm. the last few while as you probably guessed yeah. by me saying that all my shawls that I'm going to be making are mm. Jameson's Jameson's has just become probably one of my favourite that's fair my, my favourite yarn to, to buy yeah i just i've just fallen in love with shetland wool just the the whole breed of shetland it's just it's lovely it is lovely so. it's so soft and buttery and yeah i've loved knitting it whenever i've had it so i can completely understand and get behind that if you'd have told me when i started knitting mm. and i was like bfl and merino thank you, you. <laughs> that <laughs> merino silk yes that shetland was going to become my favorite breed of yeah. yarn to knit with i'd have probably been like what no yeah. but i just i just absolutely fallen in love with it it's just a gorgeous yarn and jameson's mm. just elevate it I yeah feel. they do beautiful yarn mm-hmm. um so i'm very looking forward that's to seeing fair. them see unlike you i'm actually very fickle so i kind of change favorite colors and breeds and brands sort of like on a monthly basis almost i mean i won't say no um, to other breeds and yeah. i won't say no to other colors and i certainly buy from a huge range of different people yeah, definitely but i find that you know what works for you and you know what you like. Yeah, I go back to Jameson's yeah. for a lot of stuff. So, for example, Hibisc. Yeah. I could have chosen so many different types of lace. Mm. But I was like, no, I'm the instantly in there was not even a shadow yeah. in my mind. As soon as I saw Hibisc, I was like, I mean, it's that Jameson's. Fair. Because it just felt right. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you do just know with the project. So I'm very looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. It'll be I mean, nice. The other thing I'd say is we're just so lucky like being based in Scotland and having oh. access to you know jameson's but also being able to get things like black yarns Mm -hmm. you know i feel like the british yarn and wool Mm. scene is so vibrant i mean because i'm a part of knitting communities not only on rav but on other websites where it's a very american based or you know and things and it just doesn't seem like they have the same kind of wool culture that the uk does i mean i'm not saying there isn't any Mm. What I'm saying is it, it, it seems to be a bit different. So, But but here in the UK, we have such a range of breeds, such a range of mm. makers, and they're just fabulous. And Scotland, especially, yeah. with su- such a history with haps and mm. everything that, you know, I think we're very yeah. lucky. So it's very exciting, yes. Edinburgh Yarn Festival. <laughs> Can't There's, wait. There'll be so many exciting things to do, to try, yeah. to squish, <laughs> money to spend, people to talk to. <laughs> to yeah, it's going to be cracking. Things to learn in my class. Yes. So Can't excited. Wait so excited so we should probably tell you what we you guys what we're planning on doing in the meantime because obviously it is currently november 
and we've got to wait until March. <sighs> so, certainly on my end of things, because I've not been able to knit as much, I'm finally getting a sort of craving to knit something a little bit more out there and bonkers than I would normally. Mm-hmm. So, I've been eyeing up the Colour Craving Shawl by the lovely Stephen West. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, I remember looking at it and going, I can't knit that. That's absolutely out there. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of like, I need to knit that. I need that shawl in my life. Yes. And it just looks so fun and zany and there's so many techniques in it and that. And Pip's also got her eye on some Stephen West pants, haven't you, Pip? Yes, so I am going... Well, I was going to knit building blocks, but Mm. I just don't quite have four skeins in my stash that quite match each other. They don't quite work. This is despite her having enhanced her stash recently as well. I'm shocked, guys. I'm sure you are as Uh, well. So... I kept finding threes, not fours. You did, actually, yeah. Everything you sent me was in threes. Yeah, so um, I was looking through and I actually found a Starburst shawl, which mm. I'm going to make the small version, which is three. Yeah. I'm going to use the Queen of Pearls birthday yarn that I yep. got, as well as the two other skeins that I got that you, that mm. kind of like pick out some of the colours yeah. from the birthday skein. And they work really well together, so I'm really excited. It's going to be my first speckled shawl. Ooh, exciting. So yeah, it's all done in Queen of Pearls yeah. and it's going to be very lovely and I'm very yep. excited. Yep, and then I'm planning to use some Hedgehog Fibers Skinny Singles, which I picked up from Edinburgh Yarn Fest this year. So pretty. One is the Oracle colorway, which is like grey and purple and pink and green. I've got some Eden Cottage Yarn, the Yak Blend, which I got from the Edinburgh <gasps> Yarn Festival the year before. Oh, that is... a lovely is, blush pink. It is the softest thing. Oh, it's like butter. It is so, so silky and soft. And then another Hedgehog Fibers Yarn, and it's a sock yarn, and it's in a navy blue ink colorway. So... Looking forward to having something like nice and zany and speckled on my neck. Yes. Wrapped up for, for winter. So basically, we're going a little bit West Knits crazy. Yeah, so we're having a mini sort of like West Knits along between the, ourselves. Yeah. If anyone wants to join in, feel free. Yeah, let us know. You can let us know at Twitter where we are Tipsy Knits. You can yep. contact us on Ravelry. I'm Ramsey Baggins. And I'm Sia Kate. And we're also Instagram and things as well, so you can yeah. catch us there if you want to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be posting lots of pictures of our shawls and yeah. what we're doing. So I'm not a big yeah. mystery knits along person, so I didn't join mm. in with the building box, Cal, because I like yeah. to see what it's going to look like. So this is kind of like our post-building yeah. blocks kind of chance for us to to get in on a little bit of that West Knits action. Cause... Yeah, and do something a little bit different for dull, cold winter nights. Yes. Get our colour on. Yep. So it's very... Looking forward to that. Yep. Especially because I've got another 15 babble hats or something to knit, so this will give me something to do <laughs> Just a few. in between. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So that's kind of all the news that we have at the moment. Yep. We'll hopefully be back in a couple of weeks and we'll chat winter knits, Christmas knits, the bucket yep. caps... Yeah. What else we've got going on? Mm-hmm. We'll tell you guys how we get on at warm and working. Yes. No um, doubt we'll come back with a couple of yarn schemes or ten. Maybe. <laughs> um, and as we are kind of all a little bit in the middle of important life events like moving or like getting your boiler fixed Ugh. and things like that. So, you know, we're not sure how well the schedule is going to work exactly for the next wee while. So it might be a little bit erratic, but we will try our best. Absolutely. And as ever, if anyone's got any suggestions for yarn, drinks, patterns, whatever, mm-hmm. please feel free to wing them our way and we will give them a look over. Absolutely. So thank you for joining us again yeah. for thank this you episode. For listening. And enjoy your lovely winter weather. Get all your knits on. Yeah. And we will be back soon. Yeah, we will be drinking with you shortly. 
Bye.